Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big this summer with great deals, all in the Kroger app. Get red, green, or black juicy seedless grapes for $1.88 per pound with your card and a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free delicious 12-packs of Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Surprise, another film study. A nice Friday evening, Saturday morning, whenever you're getting this. Maybe even Sunday morning, getting ready for the Steelers game. Every week, at the end of the show, we get to the film study mailbag. And I always say, it's your chance to steer the show. Using the hashtag film study mailbag, you can get in your questions or comment over at uh, filmstudybaltimore.com. Which, by the way, we lost some of your comments when we made the change to film study Baltimore. But... Don't worry about it. We got it straightened out, so uh, any new comments should be staying up there. We should be all good, so we want to hear about you. But anyway, I always say, Film Study Mailbag is your chance to steer the show. 
And there's never been a better example until now. This is the chance where we really do get to steer the show with one question from the film study mailbag. All right, it's all right. It's another film study, a special film study, as we're going to dig into um, some a really good question that came in through the film study mailbag. Ken McCusick, how you doing? Life's good, Josh. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, now you you messaged me. You've been teasing this on the past couple episodes that there was one mailbag question that you really wanted to get into. Yeah, we get a lot of a lot of great questions in the mailbag. So I don't want to I don't want to always pull out one, but when there is one, we do want to take some time with it. And and it's a great scheme one that's right up our alley. So we have Steve Perduto here. Did I pronounce your name correctly? A uh, Peduto is the Peduto. last name. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, Steve is gonna gonna go through the question again. If this if this works out, this will be something we'll have as a regular feature that we'll have excellent mailbag questions that we want to go into a little more depth in and drill down. Great, thanks for having me on, guys. I really do appreciate the uh, the opportunity. And uh, the question I had as as I was watching the game uh, uh, against Cleveland, the one thing that was uh, kept going in my mind was that this. The, the way that the Cleveland was running on our defense is just something you just don't see very often, especially running to the outside. I, the last time I could remember uh, the Ravens being run on like that was probably two years ago against the Bears and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the foundational reasons for that, I think, is that the Ravens' outside linebackers have always been good at holding down the edges. Um, and what what do you think is the the reason why our outside linebackers have been having trouble holding the edge in the KC game and then even more so in the Cleveland game? Is it a scheme issue or a personnel issue? Well, it's a, it's a great question. I, I think that the Ravens' old personnel used to be pretty good at stopping the run in the nickel, so they could do it with six heavies, and that meant uh, two outside linebackers, two defensive linemen, and two inside linebackers. And the the one of the primary reasons was Terrell Suggs because they had one of the great outside linebackers in terms of run defense of his entire generation, probably the best. And watching Suggs play, he had a number of different tricks he could use to hold the edge. It wasn't just one thing, like always going to the body, always looking for the bull rush, always looking to turn the guy inside. When he faced two guys, including one puller, one fullback maybe, or or two coming at at his spot on a counter, uh, he could go low at their knees and take out two guys with at, at one time. So you, you definitely have lost a lot of that veteran savvy in order to hold the edge that way. I think it, it's gone even further in the other direction with players like Ferguson and Williams. Uh, not that Williams seems to matter anymore. He's gone now, but, uh, but Ferguson uh, was a guy who on, in his first game against Kansas city got trapped on the inside pretty badly on the 25 run yard run right by McCoy. So he actually, I think, was sucked in by Mitchell Schwartz on the play in terms of taking an inside route, you know, thinking it was to the quarterback when it was really, a, you know, a form of trap block that, that Schwartz was effectively and in a very savvy way getting that right edge cleared cheaply. Uh, they, they've had other issues, too, that the, they've had too much trouble with tight ends being able to block effectively some of the heavies, whether it's whether it's the defensive end, whether it's Chris Wormley or whether it's whether it's a uh, outside linebacker, so they've had it's it's been a multiple questions. You know, obviously they're 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 missing a lot of the savvy. What what else have you seen about it that you that you'd like to either talk about or? 
Well, it's it's interesting. Earlier tonight, I was looking on uh, on Game Pass and looking at some old. Uh, I think it was the Steelers uh, Ravens game from 2011, where uh, the home game opener that year. And uh, one thing I noticed was Suggs and Jared Johnson because I wanted to watch a game where both of them were set in the edge, and they lined up far to the outside, and they never let a tackle or a tight end pin them inside. And it looked like the Ravens then were running a lot of base against uh, 12 personnel, whereas in this past game, uh, Martindale was having uh, the Ravens run, or the Ravens were running a lot of uh, big nickel against 12 personnel. So right. he took one of the heavies out, and he had uh, Chuck Clark in. And when they lined him up tight, Chuck Clark looked almost like a 4-3 outside linebacker, and then when they would spread out, he would go out one of the tight ends. But yeah, my thought was, were the outside linebackers, because there were only four guys on the line, were they cheating inside a little bit? Or And then if you if you went to jumbo nickel and you had five uh, defensive uh, or guys on the line, three heavies and uh, two outside linebackers, would they then be able to space out a little further and have a little bit of advantage to set the edge better? Okay, so that's like about four questions there, but let's try <laughs> let's try address what you got because it's fantastic content. I mean, just just terrific. So let's start with the choice of big nickel versus jumbo nickel when you're talking about twelve personnel. A lot of that is dictated by who that tight end group is. So with the Ravens, it's particularly difficult for other teams to decide how they want to play the Ravens in 12 or even 13 personnel because you don't really know who's going to split out wide. I mean, you, you, it's probably a pretty good idea that Andrews will split out wide if he's at least the second tight end. And if he's in line, he still might might still not likely be a running play if he's the if he's the only tight end. Or he might be in 21 personnel because they've got Ricard in the backfield. Uh, so so. I think a lot of it is due to that. Now, when, when the Kansas City game, so that was the first game of two that the Ravens gave up a lot of yards, Travis Kelsey is the first tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. So when they're in 11 personnel, you treat that almost, uh, you, you treat that very much as a as a nickel situation or a dime if the if the down and distance is such that it dictates it. Um, when it's when it's 12 personnel, then you have to make a tough choice. Now, the K- Kansas City's second tight end is Blake Bell, and he's not particularly good, or not a particularly dangerous receiver, let me put it that way. And I think that there was a tendency for the Ravens then to try and get away with big nickel, where they normally would not do that against the Chiefs. It's, it's uh, you know, even with two wide receivers on the field um, and a running back and, and you know, Kelsey, that's, a, that's still a dangerous set of receivers that, that I don't think they felt very safe you know, with with only Clark covering Kelsey, and then the other possibilities with a running back or a, or a uh, or the second tight end. Uh, you know, I I would have thought against Cleveland with Ricky Seals Jones being the number one tight end, and them not having much after that, that that would have been a good opportunity to play some heavier sets. And my recollection is that they did. So let's see in the in the game against Cleveland. Just looking back at the thing here. They did play a fair amount of base defense, and I should remember this because I remember I did it in the article, but I'm seeing like 14, and that that includes whatever penalties were included here. I think it might have been 12 or 13 when you trim out the penalties times that they played base. And they don't, yeah, it's 12. And they'd only played base seven times before the entire season. So, you know, the other part of the other answer to this question, the other part of the answer is that it's kind of a dying defense in the NFL. You know, it's the the most of the swings in win probability occur 
against the pass. So there's a great desire to play more uh, nickel and dime coverages that will really defend against those bigger plays, even at the expense of giving up some yardage in the run game. Given the team's uh, weaknesses at inside linebacker, do you think uh, they could get some of the advantages from base by going to, to the jumbo nickel? Yeah, that's 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 a great question because you is a there's a obviously there's a give and take there. So you keep the nickel on the field, and that's what you're getting at is that yeah, you still gain the, the advantage of that, but then you also gain man at the line of scrimmage, a heavier uh, uh, box, and a better chance probably for the the outside linebackers that are on the edge to be matched up against a tight end on the outside where they're going to have an easier time holding that edge at least on one side. So then on the on the on to the weak side of that formation, you'll still have a tackle lined up on a tight end. Uh, sorry, on a outside linebacker. So you still have that that difficulty. But you know that tackle has to worry about multiple things, including some four inside tech trying to try to get to the quarterback <laughs> across his face. So he's he has other concerns. Uh, I. I think it is better probably at controlling the line of scrimmage, but then once you get past the line of scrimmage and somebody breaks into level two, they get their they get their blocking the way they want, they get the double team on the inside the way they want. Once they break into level two, then you've got a problem potentially because your your inside linebacker there needs to be very savvy about not shooting a gap, not going to the wrong gap, and just maintaining good discipline. Or you've got to have Tony Jefferson, who's the other key part in in the jumbo nickel, really being ready to maintain that gap discipline and and be in the right spot to make those tackles. And so far this year, I mean, inside linebacker has been the Ravens' big defensive weakness, and it's it's I think that's been part of the reason this hasn't worked as well. All right, well, Steve, I, I, could we should we go any deeper on this, or are you uh, you good with that? No, I, I I really appreciate your uh, your insights, Ken. And uh, do you think if it, I, I guess one more question: if uh, Earl Thomas is more comfortable in a single high type of uh, safety position, um, would that allow the other safety, whether it be Jefferson or Clark or who, or even Deshaun Elliott, uh, in certain situations to play more of a uh, to cheat down, play more of a run support role? Yeah, I mean, and that would that would of course support a jumbo nickel. Uh, it would also just support some bad inside linebacker play if you need to t- if you need to take care of that. Yeah, you know, we've been talking in the last couple shows a little bit about this, but because Thomas plays one of the deepest center fields in the NFL, it has really accentuated the problem the Ravens have at inside linebacker in terms of coverage because those guys when they bite on play action are coming up close to the line of scrimmage and creating an even larger gap between level two and three for that tight end to sit down, that wide receiver to cross, whatever the 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 playmaker is in space. So uh, anyway, it's 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 a it is always a give and take. I think that it's very interesting how many changes the Ravens have made all in one week to try and address that inside linebacker position. I've never seen anything like it. All my years of football fan, for, to make four changes in one week, all that address the same positional weakness is is a very direct and extreme move. Sure. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, I, I guess we'll talk real quickly. Fort binds helmet or green dot moving from Jefferson to Jefferson from um, uh, from Owasso, and also the play of Elliott in those non traditional dime snaps. Anyway. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm excited to see. I don't know what you're expecting to see, but but maybe we'll see some quarter defense for the first time in a while uh, this next week. We'll see seven DBs on the field. 
because now they have the ability to to substitute for that Mike linebacker. Yeah, one thing I'm wondering if they're going to be doing is uh, returning Peanut and Kenny Young maybe to that platoon role that they were successful in last year at the Will, and then uh, maybe Bynes and Fort can split the Mike snaps, uh, Bynes focusing more on the rundowns and Fort more as a pass coverage linebacker. It, it would make sense. Uh, Fort, uh, Fort has a very limited NFL pedigree on anything but special teams. He's only played about half a season worth of snaps in eight NFL seasons, but that, that would make more sense. Bynes is a pure two-down run stuffer and, and a good one, and I, I think he's, he's capable of doing that. But the fact that he's that two-down run stuffer makes me kind of think they got Fort for special teams, and it's really a case where they want to get Elliott in as the quarter. Anyway, I'd be excited to see either solution at this point given what's happened so far. And, and like you, I think I'm very excited to see that Will Linebacker platoon back in, uh, back in shape. That was certainly a great, a great deal for the Ravens last year in terms of value relative to cap they got. Sure was. Steve, we really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Great questions, always worth it. And uh, we'd love to do more of these. If we can get some other questions, anybody in the audience, you, you, uh, you're out there listening, you think you have a great question. If we think it's worthy of an episode, we'll bring you on just like we did with Steve. And I uh, can't thank you enough, Steve. Appreciate you giving your time to this on a Friday night. No, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, like I said, before the show started, uh, you know, I listen to the show, uh, all three episodes you guys do every week on my commute. So it's, uh, it's great to, to hear great Ravens analysis on the way in. Great to hear. Thanks, Steve. comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.